Today's episode is brought to you by Captain Morgan, the official captain of Against All Odds. We're raising our glasses of Captain Morgan and Ginger to all you captains out there. Whether you're a tugboat captain, captain of your intramural dodgeball team, or just live to have fun, you're all captains in our book. No matter how you choose to live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please drink responsibly. Captain's orders! Let's talk about my bookie. Hey, you think you know who's going to win the game tonight? Lay down some money and get in on the action at the safest online sports book in the world. MyBookie.ag offers all kinds of different wagers on Major League Baseball as well as every type of sport and league in the world. And when you win, you get lightning fast payouts. And you can even create your own player prop wagers using their prop machine. Oh, I love a prop machine. So go check them out now. Use promo code SAL, S-A-L, and you'll get up to a $1,000 bonus on your first deposit. MyBookie, you play, you win, you get paid. All right, thank you, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Welcome to Against All Odds with Cousin Sal, part of the Ringer Podcast Network. You just heard, I hope you just heard, Bill Simmons and I, we conquered the AFC. We went over all 16 teams. They're over-unders. We feel confident, right, Bill? It was good. It was good to be back. I missed doing pods with you. It was good to talk ourselves through some of the lines. I think we saw some of the same things. We differed on a couple of the big ones Kansas City over, uh, Oakland under, and then I like Jacksonville over, and you like Cincy over. Cincy over, yeah. And we, I said the Chiefs, right? We just like the Chiefs in general. I like the Chiefs, yeah. I, I, I feel like we kind of sounded like we knew what we were talking about, and we were going to fool people for yeah, a little while. That's, that that will quickly get exposed. It's to good. The opposite. It's, it's com- good to be back, though. Guess what? I miss football. I know you did, right? Yeah. Now I've learned. It took a few years, but I've learned now how to kind of shut off the off season and uh, all the terrible crimes that happen and mm-hmm. the concussion stuff and Good. people wandering into their neighbor's houses. And I'm just out. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I come back in mid-August and I'm just trying to figure out who's going to be good. You've come into it with a good attitude. And I, I will say it's a, it's it was a season that you could maybe have not missed football because the basketball off season, there yeah. was no basketball off season. No. It was no, all- you. Well, I'll tell you, I, I credit you. You've called me the NBA hole for yeah. years. And said that I, much you like are. Shaq back in the day or Chris Paul more recently, played myself into shape during the season mm-hmm. with football. And I rededicated myself and actually did some homework. It was, it was actually a little easier this year because, well, after after the Super Bowl, we had the Olympics. Then we had the World Cup. We had, like I said, the extended NBA season with all yeah. the signings and everything. Yeah. We bet on all these drafts and everything. But uh, we're back. I'm excited. I don't know if you heard on uh, Bill's podcast, it was just announced that Fox foolishly hired me to co-host a sports gambling show with Rachel Bonetta, Clay Travis, and Todd Furman. And it's it's live. It's every day. It's from 4.30 to 5.30 Eastern. It's called Lock It In. It starts uh, September 10th. Why 4.30 to 5.30? How'd they come up with that time? The 30 so. thing? I think they're moving. What's the one before? I, I'm going to get in trouble here for not. Something's going to be 90 minutes now. And so we started The one with Whitlock? Yeah. And then what's at 5.30? I don't know what's at 5.30, but they want to get it in before the game start because we're going to be get betting on games every Why day. can't that be one shining podcast with Tate Frazier and Mark know, Titus, 5.30 to 6? He's too, he's too green. Well, it's, why, it's Wiley and Whitlock. They got it. They got the spot. It's, oh, speak, they got speak it. Speak for yourself. Marcellus speak Wiley and Jason That's Whitlock. It. That's the show. There you, oh, there Marcellus you. Wiley's a nice guy. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. I'm um, happy for him. He got paid by five. Jason Whitlock, I walked passed him in the elevator and he was introduced to me and he looks at me he's like don't take this the wrong way but i thought you'd be taller 
He, that's that was yeah. his opener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whitlock taking physical shots on, on me. Just so. all you have to do, Whitlock, just talk wire with him for five minutes. He'll be in for the life. wire. Yeah, oh, I've really? known Whitlock for a long time. Okay, we, we have a good relationship. All right, I'll tell him you said hi. Yeah, so we're excited. So now we're going to go over the NFC. Yeah, this is my conference. Yeah, uh, you were a conference. My the conference that won the Super Bowl. This last is where year. you played. This is it. Yeah, this I, is you I, played uh, ten years when you were a lot of special teams. You were a gunner for the Minnesota there. Vikings and the Chicago Bears. That's right. Yeah, I was Refrigerator Perry. Maybe uh, people remember me. But let's start with the Eagles, the NFC East. Yeah, let's start with them. Thirteen and three last year could have been maybe even better. You know, they lost that game to the Cowboys, the last game of the season. Obviously, Carson Wentz went out. There's some growing pains for Nick Foles towards the end of the season. They could have been a 14 and 2, 15 and 1 team. Uh, this year, over under is 10. The over uh, getting a slight favorite money at minus 125. What do you look at when you see the Eagles this year? Well, one thing I look at is an entire fan base that just didn't know how to handle winning a title and mm. has acted a certain way that I haven't appreciated. Right. You don't yeah. like that. No, no I, don't, I don't like being taunted. No, yeah. You got, you guys are the gold standard of how to behave, the Patriot fans. Yeah, who are the gold standard? I wish, yeah. why don't people emulate us? The Boston fans, we act, yeah. we win our, celebrate our titles with class. Right. And they have this Philly team. Teacher clinic. No, yeah. it's, been, it's been funny. Usually when you win a title, especially when you haven't won in a while, mm-hmm. 50% of you reigns it in. Because you're like, ah, you know, I, I had it the other way from a karma standpoint. Yeah. I don't want to mess with it. And the Philly fans are just like, fuck it. Mm-hmm. And they've gone all in. They're taunting people with the title. They're in people's tweets, like showing picture the Brady drop in the pass. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They've really owned it. And uh, the comeuppance potential is massive. Well, I think because from a psychological po- uh, perspective, they are not used to rooting for their own team. They right. hate the opposing team more than anything. And now... By chance, their team won, so there's no one to hate. So they they really didn't know how to uh, react. Ten to one to win the title. Mm-hmm. Over under ten, which is just a beautiful number. It really makes you make a choice. Yep. Wentz, how many games does he play this year? It's funny. We're going to get into probably next week on uh, Guess the Line, but they do have odds on which quarterback will start more games, and they have Wentz versus Foles. They have Peterman against uh, Josh Allen. Uh, you know, they, they, they have all, all the, uh, all the rookies and what, you know, but what do you put it at? 12, 11, 12 games. It would seem like somewhere we, 10 or 11. We find out Friday what happens with, um, coach Peterson is going to let us know. And he's, by the way, he's totally still in your thunder and Belichick's thunder with making these announcements late. His injury report is going to come out like on a Tuesday, you know? Yeah. It, it, he's really, he's really. Uh, he outcoached Belichick in the Super Bowl, and it just it's going to go from there. He's not going to be, he's not going to be done trolling him. Yeah. What are your power rankings for coaches right now? He's definitely in the top four. I don't know if there is a top four power rankings. Isn't aren't we conditioned to just hate every coach except uh, Belichick and and then Reed is in the top three, but then he does something stupid. This is what happened in the NBA. Yeah, I mean Tomlin. I think we're all kind of unsatisfied with at this point, but he's still mm-hmm. probably like the seventh best coach in football. Yeah, Reed is over and over again the infrastructure of ten wins, eleven wins, and then just breaks your heart in the playoffs. Like we know what we're getting there. It's kind of like we know what we're getting with all these guys, but Peterson has been the most impressive new guy. Sean McVay, I think is going to be really good. It might already be good. And they like everyone like Shanahan too. Kyle Shanahan. Shanahan, Yeah. A lot of potential. I, uh, we don't, we don't care that Julio Jones dropping a pass, falling in the end zone. The, the Doug Peterson, we could have had every opinion we had on him, but 
That's football. That's football. We go into January. Eight teams can win the bowl, and then weird shit happens. All right. I like the fact that people have actually decided they're not the favorites to repeat, and everybody's picking holes into this might happen, that might happen. They still have a really good team with a lot of good players. Yeah. And I like the first three games, which is basically at Atlanta Thursday night starting. You know they win that one. Mm -hmm. At Tampa... I'm sorry, home for Atlanta, then at Tampa week two, and then home for Indy week three. That feels like a 3-0 and start. Oh, my God, we're so wrong about the Eagles. Now, could that flip where everybody, oh, now they're going to win back? Could they go 16-0 and and then, you know, mm. bad shit starts to happen? I think they are by far the best team in this conference. And in, in their conference? Or I mean, I'm sorry, in their division. Well, and I think they're similar to the Patriots in that regard. Like, yeah, you maybe want to pick another team, but – Nobody jumps out at you at definitely winning eight, nine, certainly not ten games. So, yeah, I think the Eagles will win the division. I'm trying to figure out the roadmap for them not to win at least ten games. Mm -hmm. Like, what would need to happen? They have two quarterbacks, so there's no quarterback injury that could submarine them. Mm -hmm. They're deep pretty much all the way around. I, I just don't see the chain of events that happens other than diseases more and all the stuff that sometimes happens to the one-time Super Bowl teams, but there's just too much talent. They added Michael Bennett on defense. They lost Michael Kendricks. That That's going to hurt a little. Uh, they lost Patrick Robinson. That could be big. But, yeah, I think the offense is there. I think Wallace, Jeffrey, they lost Blunt, Jeffrey who I will thought be was... back, I think. Aguilar, they're going to be all right there. They uh, lost Blunt, which means Ajay basically has to come through as the lead guy. and. Mm-hmm. For whatever reason, Miami soured on him. We still don't know what the hell happened. But, mm. um, he gets a full year there. But their extra games are plus Minnesota and at the Rams. Last three of the last three of the last four are on the road. Uh, five primetime games. I don't know what else to say about this team, except they're over under is 10. I like them right around there. I'm going to pass on this one. You're going to go over? I would go over. I wouldn't bet it. And I think, uh, look, we see these teams have these little runs. Mm-hmm. in football that lasts for like four or five years. The really good teams, the teams that either win the Super Bowl or come damn close. The Patriots have somehow been able to have like three or four of them. But you, know, you think of like the Seattle, the Legion of Boom era. That's basically five years. Yeah, Denver with the year before Manning with Tebow and then Manning, and that was five years. And mm-hmm. uh, it just seems like four to five years for a run. And they're in the early part of it. Yeah. If they don't have the four to five year run then last year's a complete fluke. And like, let's say they go six and 10. We look back at last year going, what the fuck just happened? They win this Super Bowl, Nick Foles, and they crash back to earth. Like, how, how did that even happen in a million years? I don't see it. I think they're good. I think they're good for four years. The thing I'll say is, unlike the AFC, where we were really scrounging to find a one seed, you know, and I think we found one, but whatever, to compete with the Patriots, maybe like the Chiefs or whatever, there are four teams that can win like 12 teams. And I, I would say five. NFC. Yeah, right? I mean, probably two in the NFC South. And then you got the Rams. And then, you know, Vikings, Minnesota, Packers. I don't know. Right in there. Philly. So, uh, you know, you're going to I'd be get... surprised by the Packers, but if they got 16 games out of Rodgers, it's not inconceivable. Right. I mean, F- Eagles could have a great regular season and lose a second-round game to one of these teams. Tate you know, is that. dying to suggest a 16 right, that could win 12 games. Go ahead, Tate. No, just get, get it over with, Tate. <laughs> get it over with. No, just I say it now. I don't have a 16, but I just want to say with the Eagles right now, Bennett is possibly suspended. Yeah, Jeffrey right. is hurt. Aguilar is coming back off an injury. Tim Jernigan's hurt. Carson Wentz is obviously a, a situation that's up in the air where he's hurt. 
there's a lot of guys that that are meaningful guys that are that are in trouble to start the season. So that's the only reason that, and not to say that the Philadelphia is not a team to watch out for in the playoffs, but if they have four or five weeks where guys aren't in the games and they lose some cheap games just because they're not at full potential, maybe they go under. So mm-hmm. you're saying there's some season from hell potential. But last year was a season from hell, and they still won the Super Bowl. So the thing that's good for that is what we just said about the first three. Yeah, and I also think like. I don't know. You're the champs. You get a little swagger in those close games, too. The other thing is... But everyone's out to get you, too. That's like only the Patriots team that survived that everyone's out to get you thing. Yeah. You don't care? It's football. Everyone's yeah. trying to get everybody every <laughs> week. Right. You're trying well, to hit I, the listen, shit out of teams. They're winning this division, but I Hold say on. I'm going to do my default. new character. Oh. Talking head lecturer. Let's hear it. People are forgetting how good Carson Wentz really is. You forget. <laughs> All right. I'm talking at lecture. You like this new character? I like right? it. I'm taking yeah. it to Fox Sports. I'm, people, I'm going to do that. I'm going to do that exact <laughs> Take <brand. it> FS1. <laughs> but people are forgetting that Carson mm-hmm. Wentz was the lead MVP candidate Scary. and that he's going to come back. And as good as Nick Foles was in the Super Bowl, Carson Wentz is better. Right. All right. So I don't know. I'm in. I, I'd be absolutely flabbergasted if they didn't win 10 games. Well, here's why they win in division. Dallas well, that's Cowboys. the thing. Their division sucks. Let's go. Dallas Cowboys, 9-7 and seven last year. They're over on the last year was 9.5. They went under. They're over under this year is 8.5. The under is minus 130. Uh, I think the Chargers got bit hard by the injury bug in the preseason. Uh, the Cowboys are the NFC example of this. Uh, Zach Martin, Travis Ritten, you know, they have Your line got immune. decimated. Yeah, Your O-line. I mean, Tyron Smith is, is still hurt, like uh, back injuries. Uh, he's going to play. I think, you know, say what you will about Dez and Romo and Witten, that's losing three major leaders in, in the span of like 16 months. And I don't, I don't think they're deep at all. Like this offense, there's a lot on Zeke Elliott's hands here. Uh, they have Jeff Swaim as their best tight end. Uh, wide receiver, you have Hearns and Terrence Williams. And like, I, I don't trust I don't trust the clapper with anything. He's not going to figure out what to do with Tavon Austin. I think this team's no. a mess. And I think they have close to six or seven wins and not eight and a half wins. And then my favorite team ever, but I'm going under here. Yeah, for you to say that is pretty significant. Yeah, I'm not sandbagging it. I'm not doing a Lou Holtz here. This is one of my locks for the NFC. Mm. The over-under is eight and a half. I do not see any way they win nine games. And I think there's some value here because... We see this sometimes with the big public teams. People just love the Cowboys. They're going to bet the over. Vegas can kind of nudge that, whatever number they want, in a way that makes it really not great to bet over on anything. People go over no matter what. This over-under, I think, should be either seven and a half or eight wins. I I was stupefied when I was doing it team by team. I just assumed Washington would be the second place Hmm. kind of odds and all that stuff. I had no idea that Dallas was being regarded by this. I don't like the the. What's the deal with that Gallup? Is he going to be good? He's okay. He's, he's, he flashes of brilliance more in Oxnard than on uh, in the preseason. I don't games, see the receivers at all. No, I mean, I know it's Alan rough. Hearns. I know has some buzz. Like just wait till he gets a good quarterback. But I'm not even sure Dak Prescott's a, that good of a quarterback. Zeke, who knows with that dude? The line is is bad. It and, makes uh, me so sad. I, here's th- the other this thing. Is not, it's not five years ago that Prescott lit it up. And I know, it was t- two t- years ago. Supplanted uh, Romo from his position. It, it was, yeah, it was a couple years ago. Here's the other thing. There's two things that we know are going to end badly. Mm-hmm. Number one is the Jason Garrett era. It's not going to end well. It's going to end badly. 
And two is the Jerry Jones era. That's also going to end badly. Now, I think the Garrett well, he's era. He's going to die. Yeah, is that de- what you mean? Death is bad. Well, yeah. Death is bad. <laughs> That's really bad. Yeah. No, I think it's going to end in some sort of, you know, there will be payoffs and that. Who knows? So it's something behavior will end the Jerry Jones. Who's the luckiest coach? The top three. Why don't you, let's do it this way. The top three luckiest coaches. You'd say, you you have to say Hugh Jackson to have a job. Hugh Jackson, Marvin Lewis, Jason Garrett. I would say Garrett one. Garrett number one. Yeah. Because, yeah, because you just, you can tell from when people leave the team and the stuff they say. Mm -hmm. And Des, it's like, all right, it's sour grapes. He's mad. Dallas got rid of him, whatever. But when you have stuff saying like, man, we didn't even have a scheme. Right. That's pretty pointed and backs up what you and I watched week after week where we're like, Dallas doesn't have a scheme. What's their scheme? What's their offense? What's their plan? That's why we called him the clapper. Right. Well, the plan is that uh, he has to be a yes man for Jerry Jones. That's, That's who Jerry Jones wants in that position. It's no secret. Didn't want Jimmy Johnson in there, but this is what you get now. I think, I think it's a six and 10 squad. Like I said, I think they lost a lot of leaders. Their first six are really tough at Carolina at Seattle, there's Detroit's in there at Houston, Jacksonville. It's going to be a mess. I don't. They don't have a single receiver I'd want on my fantasy team, nor a single tight end. We and, had and yeah. Zeke Elliott makes me nervous just in general. I had my snake draft the other day. The second Cowboy didn't go until Zeke Elliott was actually the number one pick. The second Cowboy didn't go until the 14th round. Someone reluctantly took Gallup, I think. What's your next team? Next team. Let's go. Uh, I don't know how do we do this. Well, I guess the Giants and Redskins both at seven wins. Yeah. I'm going to say the Redskins. Okay. I like this over. This is going to be my only over in the division. Um, you know, they obviously a quarterback change. They have Alex Smith in there. Alex Smith makes tight ends good. He just does. Um, that's they have. That two. sounds like we could pull that clip out and just come What do you mean? On. That's it. Alex Smith makes tight ends. That's <laughs> it. Two Alabama defensive tackles uh, in the draft. Mm. They're really loading up there. Their run defense was last last year. Their wide receivers are iffy. They had Paul Richardson. I think they signed him to $40 million. They have Doxon, Crowder. All these guys are, are, are about the same. If Reed is healthy, I think this team wins games. I think they have an easy schedule at Arizona, home for Indianapolis. Maybe they could surprise Green Bay at home. And then, you know, the rest of the way – it's it's not bad. It really isn't. They finished twice against the Eagles at the Jags and the Titans for the last five. But I like the Redskins over seven, and I'm not just saying that because I was stuck taking Alex Smith as my fantasy quarterback. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, really bad. I called House this morning to confirm because I also like the Redskins. And I wanted to make sure I wasn't missing anything. He also likes them. Yeah. And he said after you and the cuz agree that this is a great over that we should all bet it together. <laughs> but he's like, let's do it before the pod comes out because it'll drive up the odds. And uh, I'm like, I don't think so, House. It's not like people are sitting around going, I can't wait yeah. to team up with wink, the, wink, people. You know what the, to do the loser at trifecta. Right, right. I'm right. going to point out with Alex Smith, last hundred games, Tate. Tate, how's he doing? Good. 69, 31, and 1, last 100 games. Yeah. And Vernon Alex Smith wins football games. 101 Vernon games. Davis yeah. and Alex Smith, they're back together. He fucking wins football games. Yeah, he I just know. does. Now he knows what big. he's doing. So is, does he win because of Andy Reid? No, I, I don't know. I, I, look, could be we, we could debunk quarterback wins left and right. My right. point is, he's competent. Yeah. I didn't, wasn't a fan of Cousins. I thought mm-hmm. he was mediocre. I think he put up fantasy stats. Did not seem to inspire the team. Was a 500 quarterback for years and years and years. And brought a lot of baggage with him. Yeah. Alex Smith, calming influence, good teammate, good guy. And that seven wins is too low. 
And they had seven last year, and I think Alex Smith will will get them to eight or nine. So they're playing the AFC South and the NFC South, the mm-hmm. NFC East this year. That's actually kind of a bad draw. I think we like the hard. AFC South, yeah. and so that would be the case against very hard. But the one seven, of but I think Dallas is going to be bad. Yeah, one of them should go over. How about the Giants? I also like their first three games. Yeah, at Arizona, home Indy. Yeah, they can home win those Green Bay bye week. And we say this every year. Somebody starts season three and zero, four and zero. Everybody, whoa, I can't believe it. I think they're three and zero before the bye. Giants, on the other hand, I now, took a long look at this Giants one. It was the one I really wanted to take. Mm-hmm. I just couldn't get there. Well, is it because their first seven are against Jacksonville, at Dallas, at Houston, New Orleans, at Carolina, Philly, and at Atlanta? I mean, that's, that's that was as one of my top five gets. reasons. <laughs> yeah, top five. that was a top five Atlanta reason. Top five. They're Another, over under seven. Over minus one fifty. I don't. I don't see eight wins there. I don't know. Ninety-five million dollar receiver. They do fit two things that I like. One is that they replaced an incompetent coach with a possibly competent coach. Pat Shermer's in. Yep. Two is that not only is Beckham coming back, but they're now bringing back, uh, bringing in Barkley, mm-hmm. who I think everybody feels like has a chance to be transcendent. And right. you have those two guys in the field. And that feels like something. Like I could, f- I could see that being something. I can't wrap my head around two things. Eli Manning has not been good in like how many years now? When was the last time you were afraid of Eli Manning in a nationally televised game? Um, Betting against him or rooting against I'm him? I'm afraid when he appears in a commercial more than anything. Yeah, but yeah, not yeah. And this it seems it. like they've doubled down on the Eli era by taking Barkley and thinking like we're going to get three more years out of this guy, and the evidence just hasn't really been there. Listen, it's put up or shut up. They bolstered the offensive line. Their second round picks a guard and supposed to be good. Uh, the they have Bark like you said Barkley, Beckham, and Ingram. That's nice tight end. They're they're doing they didn't they get Nate Solder? Ingram was got, good last year. They got yeah. him a left tackle. Yeah. yeah. This is it. Uh, this ha- is it. Eli, like he, he I think he has some he has a short string, don't, don't you think? Like they like well, this rookie. The, well, they have Davis Webb and they have Kyle Loletta, but Webb. Okay. I know it's not great, but this third stringer, the rookie, is uh, gaining ground. I don't know. I think he has to do it, but I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's gonna be enough. I would not go under on this. I would not be shocked if they went ten and six and really? made the playoffs. Wow. Um but I, I think you have to pick between Washington and the Giants for mm-hmm. that second spot. And I just like the Washington teams a lot more. And I think Eli could single-handedly. This could end sadly for Eli. We've seen this happen with the QBs. Like, yeah. you know, most famously this decade when Matt Schaub just completely lost it in Houston. But over and over again, the QBs that can't really move around that well. Mm-hmm. And... Um, it just kind of goes. You know what? Let it end sadly, sadly for Eli. He's, he's had enough happiness in his life, right? Like what? What? What more? I mean, look, you're preaching the choir on this one. If, yeah. If he, if it's zero and five, and people booing him and him getting benched, I'd be delighted. Giants five to one to win the division. Dallas plus three seventy five. I miss Washington at plus seven fifty. I think that's a nice little for the team. So good. out and of the Eagles eight, minus one fifty five. Yeah. So doing these odds, they have the worst odds in that division, right? The and we're going to do the yeah. No, the uh, the Giants do, right? Or I think the Redskins, Redskins do, a plus seven. Oh, okay, I was going to yeah. say, I think the Giants are like the liveliest kind of consensus third slash fourth team mm-hmm. um, in the NFC that we're going to look at. Right. All right. But I, I don't think that I don't think that means I would bet the over. I like, I'd much rather do Washington. All right. So that's it for the uh, NFC East. By but- the way, I forgot to mention the other thing. One thing was Eli. The other thing is Pat Shermer. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh, Pat Shermer, when he comes in, 
We've seen Pat Shermer coach. Right. He coached the Browns. It didn't go well. Yeah, right. It was bad. Offensive genius, but let's see. Not good, Tate. Yeah, he blamed Brandon Whedon for that, though, right? He, yeah. He, that, that was a thing. That's a good he had a good cop out. You always want a coach who blames his players when he loses. That's Let's bring him in. Yeah, the Hugh Jackson. So, he, Eli I, was, yeah. I start with the coach QB. It's like I start with that and I and then you move go. Out there. And I just look at the coach QB with that. If you were going to, I did that, used to do the thing in my column with the grading those guys one through 10. Right. All right. So, Eli, what would you give him as a QB scale of one to 10? Right now, 2018. Let's say Rodgers is a 10. And. Um, who's the worst QB this year? Nate Peterman. Nate Peterman's a one. Eli's five. a three. I don't know. Four, three five. and a half. Yeah, right in there. Pat Shermer is probably a three chance to get to a five. Mm-hmm. That's the foundation of the team. So right now, the catch is Barkley might be absolutely incredible. Yeah. So what happens if every game Barkley or Beckham are ripping off like some seventy-five yard something? Let's and talk- especially in this league where nobody's going to be allowed to hit anyone over the middle. Nobody's going to be allowed to basically do anything. Yeah. And skill guys might be the future. Right. They might be, it might turn into flag football. Yeah, that's true. And you know what? We, because we get criticized for not talking enough defense. The other Eli needs to step it up is Eli Apple because they'll get passed on a lot if he uh, has a, a year like he did last year. And they lost Rogers Camardi. That'll hurt them. Eli Apple's like a. It's like off the reservation, though. Yeah, but that's that's their starter. Does he, he fights with his teammates? Yeah, I know, I know. It's, it's Can we go good. back to we get criticized for not talking defense? I enough? think so. Who criticizes us? Tate behind mm-hmm. our back. Mm-hmm. Defense to me, it's like there's three, maybe four defenses you know are going to be good every year, mm-hmm. and then it's completely random, and there's no way to know after that. Right, but they do get graded like some of these others. But yeah, but it's it's comes down like guys get injured. Sure. You know, you lose one cornerback or you lose your middle linebacker and the entire defense. Like the whole thing with Dallas over the years with Sean Lee was hilarious. Yeah. It's like when it. he plays, they have a good defense. When he doesn't play, they don't. And by the way, that you can't overstate that more. Like that sounds like almost like a racist thing to say like Keekley and Sean Lee. Oh, he's great. But you look at there like Sean Lee, like led all linebackers with 11.9% run stops. Like that's, and then like it rated like 91. Keekley, I think is the same way. Are you feel the same way when he's yeah, out? Like I, I'll help with that. Bobby Wagner is the same way. So those three guys. Yeah. I sort of still felt really racist. Yeah. <laughs> no, it is. I was warning. No, Bobby Wagner is another one. Yeah. yeah. But Wait, I is think, he white? yeah, he sounds white, right? Bobby, okay. Okay. I think, <laughs> the, you know, every team has like the quarterback, the left tackle, like whatever their crucial linebacker slash front seven dude is, and like their one awesome secondary dude, like Kansas City with Eric Berry last year, that really set them back. Just losing Eric Berry last year, right? Um, Absolutely. So I think like I don't know. It's really hard to predict. We always see it with the fantasy people just end up taking their favorite team, yeah, or they get enamored by some. I think the Rams are going to have a really good defense this year. Definitely. Have to. Um, I think the Chargers maybe. If the if the coach gets their shit together, I think Jacksonville is going to have a good defense. Jaguar still Broncos surprise. Broncos maybe, but yeah. that now we get into the maybe thing. Like I think the Pats might have a good defense, and you can make a case like no, you can those in guys fantasy are... like the six AFC East games. Like mm-hmm. the Pats might put up points. Yeah, sure. Yeah, no, I know. All right, that's that's I'm, why I'm, we don't talk about. I'm defense. depressed. <laughs> I'm depressed now about the NFC East. But the other thing is defense is where everybody stacks their undrafted free agents and sixth round picks and. It's just a fucking crapshoot. Yeah. No, yeah. I know. But let me tell you, like, if without Khalil Mack, the Raiders could go have, be 3-13. That's 13. a great example. Yeah. No Khalil Mack there, and they probably suck anyway. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, let's take a break and then we'll do the NFC North. Hey, football is about to make its long-anticipated return to living rooms all across America. I knew there was a reason we were talking about this. That means bragging rights and huge cash prizes are up for grabs at DraftKings.com, the leader in one-week fantasy sports. With one-week fantasy at DraftKings, you choose when to play. Draft a new team every week with no season-long commitment. As DraftKings, you're the GM. Just choose your players, stay under the salary cap, and see how your team stacks up against the competition. No matter what your skill level is, there's a contest waiting for you at DraftKings. So if you've been thinking about trying one-week fantasy football, now's the time to play. Actually, when the season starts, that's the time to play. But nothing makes Football Sunday more exciting than when you have a DraftKings lineup on the line. And to celebrate week one, DraftKings is hosting a free Team Pick'em promo. Download the app or go to DraftKings.com now and use code SAL, S-A-L. And all you have to do is pick at least half of the winning teams correctly and you'll win a share of a million dollars. That is a lot. Take that's a lot of money. A lot right? of money. Wow. Code SAL, S-A-L, only on DraftKings. The game inside the game. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash pick'em for details. All right, we are back. We're about to review the NFC North, but Bill has his hand up. All right, I'll call on you, Bill. What what happened? Something. I, j- I had one more Washington point. I thought Chris Thompson was really important for them last year, mm-hmm. and he got hurt, and their offense was never really – he was like basically their bailout guy. I like some of their skill position guys. I really like Paul Richardson. I thought he. They gave him a I lot thought of he money. had moments on Seattle where you go, wow, this. You know, I, he would always get picked up in our fantasy league. Yeah. The Peterson thing is the X factor, but I I feel like with running back you can get running backs. Yeah, guys. Every, guys getting hurt set them back a little bit in training camp, but yeah, they had some bad luck. But mm-hmm. you can go get a running back from another team and put that guy in immediately. Teams always struggle with that with receivers. Right. But you can just go get a running back. That guy's in and that guy's going nuts. Or you have like the Kenyon Drake sitting on your bench. Who, they have been fourth whatever. rounders, fifth rounders. Who so I'm not, I'm not when people are like, whoa, who's going to run the ball for them? I That'll be fine. That'll work itself out. Yeah, right. Uh, and Jay Gruden, who is a little maligned, mm-hmm. but he's been all right. Yeah, we've seen him coach decent games. He's not terrible. I think they'll be okay. I they're, like them. they're my surprise. House was House who will be the first person to tell you when the Redskins suck and is delighted to do so is actually like optimistic, yeah. which surprised me. All right, me. can we get off the NFC East? Because yes. I'm depressed because <laughs> the Cowboys are going to win three games. But all right, NFC North. So I have a win play show we didn't do that. Oh, I'm sorry. Win play show. I have win Philly, Washington place, and Dallas and the Giants at 6-10. and 10. I'll say Dallas uh, show. I have Giants as show. I have the other two. You do? All right. All right. Vikings, 13-3 and three last year. Over-under this year is 10 the over is leaning uh, minus 130. Obviously, Kirk Cousins is in. Keenum is out. Bridgewater's gone. Bradford's gone. Uh, Sheldon Richardson, big signing on defense. Um, they're Good extra guy. games. They play the NFC West and the AFC East. The uh, NFC North does. Their extra games are at the Eagles and versus the Saints. Um, I really like this team. Number one defense last year, plus Richardson. And they drafted this Mike Hughes. Supposed to be dynamite corner. Uh, Diggs and Thielen, top duo, I think, in the NFC. I think like Kendall Wright's in the slot now. I like it over. I like 13 wins. I don't know why they regressed three games. Kirk Cousins, unless you think it's too much pressure on Cousins. This seems to be the consensus smart football person. Like Kevin Clark really likes the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Mays likes the Vikings. Tate yeah. Frazier over there likes the Vikings. 
Right, Dave Frazier? Yeah, I like Dalvin Cook. I'm very excited to see Dalvin, Dalvin Cook. Dalvin Cook is back. They have three monster skill position guys. I had Dalvin Cook on my fantasy team last year and he got hurt. And that dude was really good. Like it, Me too. It, I felt like I had won the lottery with uh, yep. how good he looked the first couple weeks. I the, kept him as a second rounder in my snake draft. So is Thielen yeah. number two behind Antonio Brown right now for a receiver you just want on your team? I like DeAndre Hopkins, but I know what you're saying. So it's three? Right You'd have him three? Yeah, probably right there, yeah. And Diggs, you know, came through and very solid. Don't forget Kyle Rudolph. That's a, as far as tight ends go. That was a borderline. Last, like, you almost years. did the lecture character. Oh, did I? Everyone forgets about <laughs> Kyle Rudolph. <laughs> I don't think I was that loud, but yeah. no, no. I, I would say you could have stepped it up. <laughs> don't forget. Yeah. Yeah. No, really. This comes ten wins is actually seems a half win low. I feel like this should be ten and a half. Yeah. And I really think it's because of Cousins. Because mm-hmm. this guy has not shown at any point in his career that he can actually lead a team to double-digit wins. It has not happened. I don't know why. I don't think a lot is going to be asked of him, you know, with these with this talent. And I think, But that's the thing. When people start saying about quarter, that about quarterbacks, right. it can go sideways. It didn't go sideways last year with Bortles. Right. But it's more like, like the Jacksonville players like Bortles. Mm-hmm. Like for all like how you know, maligned he was and stuff. Um, it seemed like he kept showing up for work and why don't they got... try to catch his passes more if they like him? Well, they so should much. have. I'll talk about defense for a second. Kirk Cousins, 26 and 30 lifetime. Is that what he is? Yeah. And yeah. he is, by the way, he's 30 years old. Listen, first three versus San Francisco at green Bay and versus the bills. Is that what I say? Yeah. That was a warm weather games. You want to play green Bay week two, right? Yes. That's a nice spot for them. Uh, they have four prime time. And then the games. bye week. The bye week. Their last three, if they need those wins, Dolphins at Lions and home for Bears. I think they're in good shape. I really do. And I think like defensively, you got Linval Joseph. It's like best interior, like top three def- uh, interior run defense, run stuffers. Harrison Smith. All these guys, all pros, all over the place. Har- Harrison Smith had a 97 pass D. I like him. Any hangover from. One of the most devastating uh, turn of events of the miracle win, followed by just getting your intestines ripped out the following week against the Eagles. Yeah, they were winning that game seven nothing. Isn't that weird? I do feel like there was a lot of games like this last year, but I do feel like if Keenum doesn't throw that pick, the Vikings might have won the game. Yeah, it really did completely swing the momentum in a in a crazy way. Yeah, but um. I would go over. I wouldn't bet on it. I Cousins is the thing holding me up. I think this is the most talented, top to bottom roster in the NFC. So they're. I would pl- have them one A and the Eagles one B. Yeah, me too. And would you say Mike Zimmer is one of the best coaches in the sure. NFC now? Yeah, you, you were just talking about that. the top four coaches. Yeah. I think Zimmer's up there. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Although it's funny, the miracle Case Keenan play really overshadowed. A, a coaching catastrophe in the fourth quarter there, and we would be talking about right. oh, yeah, Mike Zimmer. Are we sure? Sure. Yeah, but um. Yeah, this team's really good. Another thing to consider, though, is if Cousins gels with the new offensive coordinator, DiFilippo, who is the quarterback coach for Philly, ironically. This mm. is his first year, so look for that. Um, so the Vikings are plus 125 to win the division. Green Bay is plus 140. Wait, one last thing on the Vikings? Sure. Really tough road games. At Green Bay, at Rams, at Philly, Philly. Yeah. at the Jets, mm-hmm. at Chicago, who knows what the weather would be there, at New England, at Seattle, and then at Detroit at the end. Yeah. There's like no gimmies in that. Yeah. Hey, at Chicago, at Detroit, obviously, they'll be favored, but... They'll be all right. Yeah. They'll be all right. At okay, the Jets, Green Bay. They'll be okay. Yeah, I mean, like, like you say at the Jets, but Sam Darnold against this defense, like that's... I don't care Xavier what time Sam. 
I don't know. Whatever time of year that happens, it, it's not going to be good for him. The, mo- the single most fun thing that could happen for the ringer.com would be the Jets being good and Sam Darnold being good. Is that right? We would get the most, don't you think, Tate? We would get the most mileage out of content out of Love Sam it. Darnold being like really good right away and the Jets like becoming a thing. Why it, the ring? Why? Because we have Jets fans who oh, work okay. for us. It's a great story. Like the whole history of the Jets thing. What's the a breakdown for Ringer staff in terms of fan? Like I feel like most Philly for Eagles, you had like ten Ringer staffers. I had Eagles. to bring in Rosillo. Yeah, right. Okay. I brought in Stephanie Snowden from ESPN. <laughs> uh-huh. I have KOC. I have I have my Pat space backup. All right. And now I got to just keep adding. And so what's second? Tate's after- on is alone alone with Carolina. <laughs> you say the Jets are second? I would say Jets are third after Philly. Oh, after New England and, yeah. and Philly. We have like four Jets fans. I see. Including Sean Fantasy, the uh, chief content officer. What do you think of the Packers? Oh, their over-under is 10. They went 7-9. and nine. Obviously, Aaron Rodgers wasn't with them last year. The over-10 is minus 125. Um, big signings, Jimmy Graham. Kaiser Soso as a, as a backup. I know. I saw the Kaiser is back. Yeah. They lose Jordy Nelson. Um, here's the thing that gets me crazy. They're running backs. They haven't had one running back in the last three years to eclipse 800 yards. You yeah. and I could get 800 yards. Tate, that's 50 yards a game. Mm-hmm. That's despicable. I don't care who's quarterback for the team. I really like Ty Montgomery when they would basically use him as a receiver yeah. in the backfield. The number 88 in the backfield. I would like to yeah. see them do that more. Yeah, so now that and they're still fine. They have Aaron Jones, uh, Jamal Williams. We interviewed them, Tate, in, in Dallas. Or, and Montgomery's still in there. But this team is all Aaron Rodgers, right? It always has been, always will be. Healthy Rodgers. I love the first six games. Minnesota is really the only tough one they have in the first six. Pretty cream puffy. But then they go bye week. Then they go at LA Rams, at New England. Easy home Miami game. At Seattle, at Minnesota. Mm -hmm. My question, is Rodgers the QB in week 13? You Hmm. just look at those five games. At Rams, at Pats. Home Miami at Seattle at Minnesota. That's pretty rough. And a lot of primetime games. They have back-to-back primetime games at Seattle and at Minnesota. That's that's not easy on a schedule. I worry about the durability with him. He's had some real injuries now, you know, yeah. and, and he's not exactly like a physical guy, and he's somebody that really does move around and use scrambling as part of what he does mm-hmm. and takes hits. And now he's 35 years old, and he's had – a couple injuries that if they happened again, you would start to worry about what the rest of his career is going to look it like. It doesn't excite you that Joe Philbin's the offensive coordinator now? Joe Philbin, one of the four worst hard knocks coaches <laughs> <Yeah>. of all time. <laughs> I think I he'd am, be happy to hear that. that it was I actually was very right surprised forward. that Mike McCarthy came back. I thought it never just never seemed like him and Rogers got along. Yeah. But, um, well, he discount double checked his way back for a 12th season somehow, but <laughs> their run defense is number one. Uh, they have two guys in the top 10. I think like Blake Martinez and Kenny Clark. They add Muhammad Wilkerson. Their I like pass that defense, one. That's pretty good. Um, they're playing a couple rookies at cornerback. That's that's where it gets gets iffy. People and it, are worried about their secondary. Yeah, and their quarterback, the quarterbacks in that division are solid. So that's not, you know, we're used to the, I don't know if there's going to be a lead that's safe for the Packers. Yeah, and it, it, you're making the case for Rodgers as uh, an elite Elite, not just fantasy QB, but like somebody you might have to spend like $35 on. And maybe an MVP candidate because the numbers might be Yeah, that we're doing good. that next week on the BS. All right. But yeah, I think I'm with you that secondary is the big question mark. Every every team has some sort of question mark. For sure. them, it's that. And it does seem like, yeah, 
Well, they were up 30 to 6, and now it's 30 27. Yeah. Here, we're going to get the onside kick, like right. a few of those it's games. It's not your father's Packers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they are, yes, as minus 175 to make the playoffs. They bit us in the ass uh, last year with that. The no is plus 145. Um, I'm going to say under. I have them at 9 and 7. I think 10 is too high. It feels like 9 or 10. And I, I and if Rod, who's the backups? Kaiser Sose? Yeah. Kaiser Soso, that's right. <laughs> Spread Hundley and uh, Kaiser, Kaiser Soso. Soso. Oh, yeah, I just Hundley's don't. I don't see a roadmap to eleven for them. Right. So I would go under or go with the tie. All right. You know, we talk about the Lions. Mm-hmm. What a gauntlet of QBs they get to face in the first five weeks. Savior Sam on Monday night, seven mm-hmm. ten. Jimmy Garoppolo, Tom Brady, Dak Prescott, Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's those are those are five of the better ones. I guess so. Savior Sam, I'm excited for. Uh, That's not bad. That's not bad. Well, now you your big big thing with them is you don't think uh, Matt Patricia is going to be lights out. Yeah, this is one of my locks for under seven and a half. Okay. I'm going under. Seven I do not see th- any way they go eight wow. and eight. I know that I should not allowed to bet against or Detroit or Baltimore in any way. Yeah, I'm breaking that rule. I, this is one of my locks under seven. I think seven and a half, yeah. Under yeah, so they seven and nine or worse and I win. I'm doing it. I don't like their division for them. I think they're the worst team in the division. And I think their schedule's tough. This is where I would have liked to take the Lions or the Bears to make a jump. But if you like the Vikings as much as I do, and if you like if you think the Packers will compete, it's hard to then say, Oh, the Lions are also gonna be great and the Bears are gonna be great. Yeah, I also thought they pulled whatever their final record was last year out of their ass. Nine and seven. Yeah, that was not a nine and seven team. That was right. a five and eleven team right. that went nine and seven. I uh, the big swing game for me next week is looking like that Jets Lions game because I like the Jets and I don't like the Lions and I need the Jets. They'll be like, what are, the, are we? I don't want to do guess the Lines yet, but yeah, you figure they'll be getting more than. Four points. I'll cover my, four and my fingers in my ears. All right. And I need the Jets to win that game, and that sets me off on a nice path. I think, uh, let's see if there's some of their schedules. Yeah, they have one primetime game against the Patriots week, uh, the Sunday night, aside from the Jets. Um, yeah, that defense was 27th last year. Stafford was sacked 47 times. They were last in rushing. Again, they're doing this three-headed rushing, running back thing. Carry-on Johnson, I think, would have to emerge for them to – really compete in this division. They have Riddick, Blonde, Abdul, like the same cast of characters every year. Uh, Golden like, Tate is surprisingly one of the most productive wide receivers in football over the last like three years. Rumored as a possible Pats trade. Is that right? Yeah. No, well, now it's going to happen. Now it's so gonna... I like to look when the, the, sched, the strength of schedule, I never know what to make of that. So I always look at quarterbacks and opposing quarterbacks just to see if like, oh, is there a team that just week after week is going against good QBs? After the five I mentioned, and I'm joking about Savior Sam, but the other ones are good. Um, <laughs> Russell Wilson, they have to go against Minnesota and Cousins. They got to go against Cam. They got to go against Goff and the Rams. Um, Cousins again and Rodgers again. I just think it's a, I think it's a hard schedule for the team they have. Right. And I don't like the team. And I thought they should have gone 5-11 and 11 last year. You like and I them. don't think Patricia's going to be a good coach. I'm going lock under. Paul Pascaloni, defensive coordinator now, uh, coming from Boston College and, of course, Syracuse before that. Jim Bob Cooter, you're never going to give him a, a shot, huh? That was it. That was it. As, as head coach. It's a great example of a name can go a long way. <laughs> I guess so. 
Uh, I like. I them like a, this next team more. I like them a little under seven and a half. I would not not as much as you do. I would say overall it's a pass. I like them seven and nine. You like the Bears, five and eleven last year. They're not over too under. Bad. A, I just like them more than Detroit. Yeah, they're over under six. The over is minus one sixty. Um, they get Allen Robinson. They get Taylor Gabriel. They really look like they're catering to uh, to Tate's boy Mitch Trubisky. Anthony Miller in the slot now, the second round pick. Starting to turn heads. Uh, who's the tight end, Tate? They, they really like... Uh, they have Trey, Trey Bur- Burton. Yeah, the Philly special. Yeah, that's right. He had a nice preseason. I I love Cohen, and I'm sure they spent the offseason figuring out how to get him more involved. Yeah, with, with Ingram out, Howard and Cohen are probably the best one-two running backs in the league, right? Yeah, and the other part is that Anthony Miller... You know, look, this is all preseason. Everybody's getting hyped, and people mm-hmm. are putting clips on Twitter, but... Anthony Miller looks like he's going to be really good. Yeah. And you put that with uh, Allen Robinson, who has been dying to go to another team. I've always enjoyed Taylor Gabriel. Mm. I have no idea if Kevin White will be good again. Yeah. But they do have the weapons. And then everybody's like, now Trubisky, this could has all the makings of a breakout season. I, I just don't see it. And that's why <laughs> I can't go lock for the over. I, I just don't trust him. I, yeah. I don't know if he's accurate. I, I, I watched him pretty carefully last year. I was because I, I have some Bears fans in my life. I want them to be good. I want my Bears fan friends to be happy. Yeah, I the NFL is fun it. when the Bears are good for sure. I just don't see it. Yeah, well, it's a tough division. It's tough, and I don't know if they pull it up. Their their defense is the second highest grade for safeties. I think their pass defense is 16th. Their run defense is solid. Roquan Smith held out, then got injured. I think he'll be ready, right, Tate? Yep. Now, be. what about what about the new coach, Tate? Does he gel with Trubisky? Yeah, I was going to ask Tate about the new coach because I know he's very tied to Tate's tied to Trubisky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Trubisky will be fine. I think they're going to try to open up this offense for him and not make it too. He, he's not great at the line of scrimmage, and he's only started remember like fifteen games ever in his life, so he's got a lot to learn. I yeah, love 15, him at, fifteen games in his entire life, <laughs> junior high, everything. And it's yeah. not good that John Fox on ESPN uh, didn't give him a rousing endorsement. Uh, when, I, to, when talking about that. it. Yeah, yeah, so that that's always tough, too. Wow. It's a little sour grapesy. Yeah, yeah. I will say the Matt Nagy hiring left me a little cold. Why? I don't know. <laughs> it just seems like we only really have like 20 coaches, and mm-hmm. all these teams have the job openings at the same time. Like, ah, here's our new coach, Matt Nagy. I, I, you would this... rather a Patriot assistant step in, take the job, <laughs> no, and then back I, out I think a minute later? That would have been just as bad. <laughs> yeah. I always read the articles about the coaches and try to see if anything jumps out that mm-hmm. makes it seem, you know, like Dirk Cutter. You read the read those articles a couple years ago. Like, yeah, oh, he seems a little. But uh, we're Matt betting Nagy. him for first coach fired. I know it's going to be Hugh, but we're betting Dirk Cutter. We'll get to him in a minute. But let's um, get to him. Let me I just think say, let me Chicago's just say, a year away with the Bears. I would I would go. Yeah, I think that's. I, I'm I'm passing on this. Their last four games are brutal. Rams, Green Bay. At San Francisco, at Minnesota. Doesn't get worse than that. Need to get off to a, a I'm passing start. as well, but it, it, if I had to, I would go over because I think they can get to 7-9. All right. What's your uh, – I don't like it. How when, do you rank these teams? Win play show for me is Minnesota, Green Bay, and uh, Chicago. Yeah, that's mine too. And I don't know. I don't think there's – I think Minnesota plus 125 for the divisions, the call. You wouldn't go – Lions plus six fifty. You wouldn't go Bears eight to one. No, no. All right. One guy I'd watch out for is Luke Wilson with the Lions, just oh, for yeah. just for fantasy reasons. I, I mean, you know Stafford loves tight ends, so right. I could see that being a guy that that jumps out. 
All right. I'm, I'm sure Detroit's going to F me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take a break. Let's talk about my bookie. Hey, you think you know who's going to win the game tonight? Lay down some money and get in on the action at the safest online sports book in the world. MyBookie.ag offers all kinds of different wagers on Major League Baseball as well as every type of sport and league in the world. And when you win, you get lightning fast payouts. And you can even create your own player prop wagers using their prop machine. I love a prop machine. So go check them out now. Use promo code SAL, S-A-L, and you'll get up to a $1,000 bonus on your first deposit if you want to experience las vegas style sportsbook gambling mybookie.ag is the only place to check out they even have casino games like blackjack roulette and slots not to mention you can play all of their games on your cell phone ipad or tablet computer mybookie you play you win you get paid for over 20 years, DirecTV has been the exclusive home to NFL Sunday Ticket, the only way to get every live game every Sunday. And good news, NFL fans, DirecTV has expanded the service. If you live in an apartment or area where DirecTV service is not available, you can now get NFL Sunday Ticket without a satellite. To see if you're eligible, go online to NFLSundayTicket.tv and stream every NFL Sunday Ticket game this season to follow your favorite team no matter where you live. Use promo code RINGER at checkout to save 15%. R-I-N-G-E-R. Exclusive student discounts also available. All right, NFC South. This was the hardest division for me to pick. I guess the AFC South was tough for me too, but this was... You can make a, a case for any team being 11 or 12, 11 and 5, 12 or 4, and I like Tampa Bay at the bottom in any instance, but those top three... I don't know. Let's start with the Saints. 11-5 and five last year. Goes down to 9.5 this year. Overs, didn't understand. It was one of the, one of the biggest jaw droppers for me. Overs minus 140. I, I don't understand why it's not at least 10. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really good team. Is it too much Too much on uh, Ingram being suspended? I'm not sure what, what they're looking at here. I think people, people seem to think there's going to be some Camara regression. Mm-hmm. That... He had six one six point one yards per carry. Yeah. That's tough to duplicate. Yeah, that if he does that again, we're basically looking at Gale Sayers. Right, for sure. I uh, I don't understand why this wasn't ten, and I think it goes to people really like the three teams in this division. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are not at my favorite team in the division yet. All right. Well, there were three NFC South teams with double digits last year, so yeah. that that happened. Eleven five, eleven and five, and the Falcons were. 10 and 6. The thing with the Saints is they have 11 games in controlled environments. Uh, that's where they thrive. Sean Payton figures it out. Great stat. Yeah. Um, you yeah, know, they don't, they're, they're not outdoors in a cold weather environment ever during this season. They're not, right? Yeah. And they were one game and one ridiculous play away from playing in the Super Bowl. So I think they, this is a good team. They have blue chippers on both sides, mm-hmm. they make big plays. I really think they could have made the Super Bowl and won it, and they and they just kind of blew it in Minnesota. I think they would have beaten Philly. Yeah. Or come close. It would have been interesting. Marcus Davenport, defensive end, first-round draft pick. That's going to be good. Their pass defense is always good. Man, they had they killed the draft last year uh, with Marcus Williams, even though he, he killed them uh, – in that for that last play of the year, he missed only like five tackles all year. Lattimore's great at corner. Their run defense is leaves a little to be desired. I think they're ranked 27th, the worst linebackers against the run. Um, 
it's an interesting schedule where they're playing a couple of the juggernauts, but they also go against the AFC North and the NFC East, and they have two Tampa games. Yeah, I think so. Basically, they they have eight games against mediocre or worse teams out well, of the sixteen. You you can't get better than home against Tampa and Cleveland to start the year, right? Yeah. Right. Okay. And then Giants Week Four at New York. Giants when the week weather's four. still warm. At Atlanta, maybe home for Washington. Yeah, they're, they're looking at four and one uh, before their bye. I think um, they're fourteen and one to win the Super Bowl, which I thought was intriguing too because hmm. we saw this with Philly last year. We see it just about every year. The one seed. Yeah. Uh, what a giant advantage that is, and at some point we're gonna have to figure out who the one seed in this conference is. I think New Orleans is a good. You do good possibility for it. So it's you, not who I would pick though. But you're going over either way. You're going over. Nine I like over. I think I think we could have three ten win teams in this con- in this division. So I think they have exactly ten wins. So I wouldn't push the over too much. But for that division, they're plus one fifty five. Atlanta's plus one eighty five. Carolina plus two seventy five. And God help you if you're on Tampa Bay at plus nine fifty. I would I would be surprised if they were nine and seven or eight and eight. Okay. Which makes it seem like it's a borderline. I would want to bet this, but I again, they're not my favorite team in the division. Um, two and a, two. It's interesting. It gets good towards the end of the year. Two of the last three games against Car- Tate's Carolina team and Thanksgiving night against the Falcons. That could be a huge game. Uh, let's go to Tate's team, the Panthers. Eleven and five last year. Again, now nine. And under and is under minus two hundred five for the under? plus one fifty five for the over. Good lord. How does that not? I don't know what up? we're missing with this. I, I was looking at this. Tate, what are we missing? I think a lot of people don't think that the North Turner and Cam Newton relationship will work out that well. Yeah, but if a new offensive coordinator. If you've watched uh, the preseason, I mean, it seems to be going great, and Cam seems to be very happy with everything that's happening around him. Yeah, I mean, they're loaded at wide receiver. I think Funchess, Samuel, Torrey Smith, DJ Moore. The secondary is a question mark. Tate, you have to admit their pass defense is like ranked 29th. Um, that they need that Bradbury kid to step up. I mm-hmm. think. Uh, I don't know how long we've been talking about Captain Munnerlin, but he's not. He doesn't grade out well at all. Their run defense. We're gonna say it again. Luke Kikwi's got to be there. Otherwise, how about McCaffrey? A lot of buzz. Everybody loves him fantasy wise. A lot but of buzz. Why should that be different, Tate? This year, what have they figured out with McCaffrey? Well, I think, PDs. Yeah, they they put they're gonna put him in the slot some, which is nice. Uh, I think he was good the last half of the year. He's better. Than I mean, the first I guess so. the, the Saints playoff game was the yeah. time when you saw him really step up. So I think a lot of people are excited about that. I really liked that they got C.J. Anderson. I think that's a nice back to Oof. to come in and help McCaffrey a little bit. All and right. uh, well, they you more importantly, you got rid of. Uh, Jay Stu. Jay Stu, who was just yeah, he's been there. dead last year. Yeah, right. he's been there for too long. Uh, and then DJ Moore. I just think DJ Moore is a guy that uh, has shown ability to get separation, and, and they're going to lean on him a lot. What about Samuel? Oh, Curtis Samuel is the, the biggest sleeper on the team. He's the 20th round sleeper that is yeah. starting for you in week three. Yeah, and he was yeah. the second round pick after Don't McCaffrey. Don't take him, Sal. I get to come. You want him? <laughs> get to have him? All right. Your right tackle's out for the year. Daryl Williams, right? Yep. Yeah. Born ACL. And then Matt Khalil has gotten benched, a uh, guy that they mm-hmm. signed. So so that's the rub on them is the tackles. Yeah, but that might be a good thing if Khalil's not playing. So I like Cam. Cam wins football games. you got to like their first four before the bye. Home against Dallas at Atlanta. Okay, Cincinnati. Uh, actually, that's our first three. So, oh, and then they're home against the Giants after the bye. So, they're looking at three and one, four and zero. Oh, I think, right? They have a couple of uh, easier road games. Like they're at Cleveland, they're at Tampa, they're at mm-hmm. Detroit. I don't think Detroit's going to be good. Yeah, um, and at Tampa should. Yeah, the, oh, you said in Tampa. Yep. The week fifteen through seventeen is pretty fascinating. I like that. They play New Orleans at home week fifteen, home Atlanta week sixteen. 
and then at New Orleans to end the season. So they don't play New Orleans until week 15. Yeah, I mean, that de- the division's definitely – that's definitely the most fun part of the division is the last three weeks. They, kudos to the schedule makers. I, uh, I really like the over. Mm-hmm. I don't see them going 8-8 eight and eight or below. I mm-hmm. think Cam would have to get hurt, and you could say that about any team that the best player. I would be shocked – if Cam stayed healthy the whole year and they didn't win nine games, and I think it's the plus 155 locks it to me. I almost felt like I saw the line and stuff, and I was like, did something? No, they're, they're did baiting. Did something happen? Yeah. If you talk about, if we believe in things being fixed, they are baiting you to take that over nine at plus 155, which I think it's a, I think it's going to be a push. I think people don't like Cam, honestly. No? I, th- I think Cam is the Westbrook of the NFL. Right. And people look at him and they look for reasons to talk themselves out of. Why he? Why he's going to succeed, Tate? Wouldn't you be disappointed if they didn't win ten games? I yeah, I, I, yes, <laughs> I would be very disappointed. No, no, I'm saying like, yeah, a, yeah. like hey, you're expecting win ten wins. I'm expecting ten wins. The only thing that I worry about is uh, Thomas Davis misses the first four games, yeah. and Thomas Davis, you know, suspended oh, right. for those games, and he is obviously a leader on defense. But if Keekley's there, then you know, I think all things will be fine. Well, you got Dallas at Atlanta, Cincinnati bye week. Home for the Giants. Giants. Yeah, that's three and one or four and zero. Oh, yeah, that so, so the four missing, games he's yeah. missing are the four games you'd want him to. If miss. anything, it's just rest for the playoffs. And Keekley, how are we feeling about him? He's, like he's doing great. The, when was his last concussion? No, who knows? We don't know exactly. But I mean, he he had a few last year, but he's working his way back. He seems to be like he's the face of uh, of the team right now, and everyone's uh, all behind him. So, can you give us your thoughts on um, the Cam Newton, <laughs> Kelvin Benjamin? I, I, I think field. that was the best thing that happened to Cam Newton. You I 100% agree. Love that. Yes. Yeah. How I love that. He handled that? that like a fucking alpha dog. Yeah. Right? I love that. He handled it like a leader. He addressed him to his face. He tried to give him a, a chance to actually say something. Thomas Davis was standing right there. He could have let Thomas Davis linger around. He Told said, him, get, get away. away. We're, this is man on man. We're talking to each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, guess, and, who, and, guess who folded? Not Cam Newton. Absolutely. Guess I, who lo- still, I loved how he handled that. I like that too. Who can't get separation still? Kelvin Benjamin. Yeah. I'm also a fan of these guys who are you know, the big personality types and they're up and down and they get picked apart when they're younger and then they really kind of mature into what they are, 27, 28, 29, like what Westbrook did. Whatever he is, whatever you think mm-hmm. of him, right. the guy won the MVP in his late 20s. And I th- I think Cam is like a sneaky MVP candidate. Ooh. Like if the odds are... Wait, what are the odds look at that. If on. the odds are like way... Oh, I got him. Oh, you'll get at least 30 for that, right? I don't even see him on the list. More um, than that? Yeah. The ones I... Hold on. Let me what do you got for it? But that goes back to what you were saying about people don't really like Cam. People they don't. People don't even want to bring up that he won the MVP. I it's mean, a I, Westbrook thing. Yeah, because it's like the I, I Super see 40, Bowl. 40 to 1, right? 40 now. to 1. So yeah. think but, about that. Jimmy Garoppolo, 16 to 1. That's mm-hmm. fucking stupid. Yeah, that's just dumb. flat out dumb. But here's the perfect mix. So every all, all the Panthers fans have this thing about him not diving for that football. Yeah. What what's worse, throwing an interception on the one yard line or not diving for a football? Right. You know what I mean? And Russell Wilson doesn't have any hangover from that. It seems no. like it's very strange. Mahomes at thirty three to one is intriguing <laughs> too. <laughs> I mean, by well, the way, Mahomes has better odds than Cam Newton. You could go People hate Cam Newton. You could That's do worse. Ridiculous. You could take seven quarterbacks and still make money on this. Andrew Luck, who hasn't played in two years and is on one of the worst teams in the league, is twenty-eight to one. Andrew Luck, we uh, we have you right now. We oh. want to ask you your twenty-eight to one odds to win the MVP. Uh, is this, in fact, a slap in the face, Andrew the Giant? What are your thoughts? I, honestly, it's just an honor to to just play football again. I'm just focused on one game at a time and doing what I need to do for Coach Reich 
and the team. It's a pleasure to be back. All right. Thank you, Andrew Luck. The words of Andrew Luck, who on uh, August 30th will take on Pat Mahomes at the Omni in Atlanta. (laughs) You know what else I I like for odds? I know we're doing this next week, but yeah. what what was the Bradley the Bradley Chubb for rookie of the year? Can can you not bet? It has to be offense or defense, and there's like a defensive rookie of the yeah, year. Yeah, it's defensive player. Defensive. I don't even care what the odds are on betting Chubb. I'll find it. Oh, three to one. It's not that good. He's the uh, heavy favorite. Three to one. Roquan it's plus Smith, three hundred though, one. right? Yeah, it's three to one. Yeah, you're. He's gonna. Though. But that's what I mean. He's gonna demolish teams this year. Yeah, he might. I like the three to one. I think that should be even. It's I like tough. the odds on that. Yeah, these other guys, the positions, you have safeties in there. And I corners. wish I could bet on those two guys getting in a fight with each other, Von Miller and Bradley Chubb. Really? You don't think they get along? I think they're the exact same person. Oh no! Yeah. Wow. You literally think they're the exact same person because <laughs> they're not gonna get in a fight that way. Savior Sam is plus seven fifty for offensive. Oh, for rookie. offensive. We'll hit all this later. Yeah. Um, this is my team. This is the team I think is going to make a move. The Atlanta Which Falcons. Team? Oh, Atlanta. Okay. Nine. Over-unders nine. The over's minus 160. Ten and six last year. Here's my case for the Falcons. Yeah. They suffered the most devastating loss in sports history. Yeah. And now they've had a year to cool off and adjust. And in that year, they signed Calvin Ridley. That's their pick. With... Mohamed Sanu and Julio Jones. What a what a freaking what is how many points is this team going to score? They're only two years removed from setting records, right, Tate? Yep. Offensively, Matt yep. Ryan he signs a five-year, hundred fifty million dollar contract. I love this team this year. Wow. You know, you think about what they re-signed: True Font, Alfred, Neil Beasley, uh, Deion Jones. These are all big re-signs. <laughs> they lose Gabriel. They lose Claiborne on defense, but I love them. Over nine, minus 160. I think they go 11 and five. Sorry, Tate. I think they win the division, plus 185. I didn't like how they couldn't score touchdowns last year, and I don't know how they fixed that. I saw some stat. They went from like, it was like 58 touchdowns a year before to 33 Mm -hmm. in 2017. Right. And watching them over and over again, it was like they were, you know, what Lombardi used to call the 2020 team. They would just go 20 to the 20. Yeah. Well, let's uh, not forget, they beat the Rams. No one thought they were going to beat the Rams in, in, LA here in the playoffs. They're a half a play away I still from beating have sour grapes about Eagles. that game. You didn't like that? They're no, I just felt like that Rams punt returner completely flipped that game. The Rams were going to beat them that game. The uh, Something's leaving me cold about this one. I didn't think they were very well coached. Mm-hmm. I don't know what changes from the whole standpoint of we're sloppy. We should have done better on that drive, but how, how did we only get three points? What's going to change this year? They have basically all the same guys. And well, the same coaches, same everything. Why is this year different? I think because of last year, they were still shell-shocked from your Patriots bullshit win in the Super Bowl. Can I, can I flip the scenario around for Five you? Five games home in the first seven weeks. Go ahead. Week one at Philly, that's a loss. I don't know. I don't know. Oh, you like Go you ahead. like the rarely seen Super yeah. Bowl champ losing at home no, situation? it happened last year, didn't it? Patriots lost to okay. the Chiefs. Let's say they lose. Yeah. Home Carolina week two, lose that one. <laughs> New Orleans goes in there. They love playing at they love playing right. in Atlanta week three. And now they're 0 and three going into that Cincy game. You're ruling that scenario out. All right. Well, I mean, if you're gonna give them losses for two games that they're favored in, I guess yeah. That's what I'm doing. lose every game. I want to give them losses, the games they're favored. I like them. This is my team. Okay. I think everyone's sleeping on the Falcons. I like the fact that the NFC South is the only division we have this year 
where you can really get into arguments about which team's going to win the yeah, division. Sure. You three choices. Absolutely. Pick your team and go. And why not? They're all I, uh, one over I'm not, I got to say, I'm not rational about Atlanta because they hurt my feelings last year. I kept waiting for them to get going and they didn't. Finally, yeah. I just started shorting them and it worked. I go over. You're going under with them? or No. I, I actually... I don't think they go eight and eight. I think that's ridiculous. I I, I would stay away. I would, at gunpoint, I would say nine and seven, ten and six. I mean, if you say what's different, they won they won ten and six last year, and their over under is only nine. I like the fact that uh, they're another team that has that AFC North NFC East schedule combo, mm-hmm. but uh, something feels stale about them. Yeah, I All wish right. they had changed something. Yeah, and I would watch out for the Julio Jones. Matt Ryan is now making $30 million a year, and Julio Jones wants to get his contract. Now we're talking. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, so yeah. I, I would watch out for that. And the Julio Jones, like, uh, holding out, not happy. Yeah, and he was working out with Cam all offseason. We've seen that be a problem. So Kelvin, the reason that Kelvin and Cam didn't get along is because Kelvin was working out with Jameis all the time yeah. and kept saying that was his quarterback. Yeah, and Cam, okay. you know, took umbrage to that. Obviously, what about Tate's on a first name basis with all these? I guys? like that. That's <laughs> yeah. that's what he does. Though. Um, yeah, I feel I I could see the Julio thing going super super duper south. All right. And let's be honest, they took care of the white QB, didn't take care of the black. <laughs> oh my receiver. goodness! Yeah. My let's goodness. be honest, that's what happened. Let's also be honest. Julio Jones hasn't lit it up the last couple of years in terms mm-hmm. of touchdowns, like six and two, right? Like, real? Has he broken six touchdowns in the last three years? Yeah, and, they, and they're still in double digit wins. But year. still, when we watch Falcons games. Every time they throw to him, I feel like he's catching it no matter where he is on the football field. Right. And they never throw it to him. Right. And it's like, why don't they throw it to him more? Well, you know, they're setting up for... And meanwhile, he touches the ball five times. Because they have Calvin Ridley. That's why they're not <laughs> And if Freeman's healthy. All right, well, why I did Calvin Ridley drop in the draft if he was going to be this much of a weapon? I don't know. It did weird me out. Because it did that... seem in college, he, everybody was like, oh, Calvin Ridley, watch out. Yeah. His Great bro- name. His brother outplayed him in the national title game for Georgia. So that, was, that turned a lot of people away. That was it. Incredible mm-hmm. name. Mm-hmm. Calvin really Ridley sounds like he should be yeah, good. So does Julio Jones. He has to succeed. Yeah. Uh, Buccaneers five whack, and eleven whack. last year. <laughs> I, I, I'm afraid we're way, way, way too confident in this. Uh, the under six and a half is minus one sixty. I don't know anyone who's taking the over. You and I certainly aren't. They gave up the most yards in 2017. Winston suspended the first three games. Right. The Winston the thing yeah, is. Three. Fitzpatrick quarterback. It doesn't feel like he's going to be on this team next year. Neither will Dirk Cutter. Ugh. It feels like they punt on the season halfway through and just start thinking about what's our exit plan. Let's get rid of this guy. Let's trade this guy. Right. I can just see them selling off parts. I, and I don't know what to be excited about. Like Deshaun Jackson's no longer a deep threat. Uh, Ronald Jones, good enough guy. Somehow I don't. He might not even make the team. Tate. Are you going to spend fifty two dollars on Mike Evans in our draft? No together? way. No. Did no, I do like, that last year? Yeah. Do you remember you? Oh my God! Really? You paid I, a lot of money. Kick me out of the year. league then. That's terrible. Uh, <laughs> I hate May. their first three too. At New Orleans, home Philly, home Pittsburgh. That yeah. that feels like zero three to me. Now they're going to Chicago. At for Chicago, week four. this could be a loss. Is that, too. Is that Jameis's first game back? Yes. Whole bunch of hullabaloo about Jameis. Everybody's mm-hmm. going to come out against him. All the shit he thinks he's done. And then you go in the bye week 0-4. They fired Dirk Cutter. You can just kind of see where the season's going. I'm with you. Pass defense ranked 31st. Their safeties are very poor. Um, you know, Poorly coached. Yeah, I, I, I don't like anything about this team. At 6.5 under is easy. This could be a 3-13 and 13 year, right? Especially with the other three teams as solid as they are. They could go – Tampa Bay could go 1-5 and five in the division and end up like 3-13. and 13. I like this way under 6.5. I do like their tight ends. 
Yeah, Bray, like no one, like Brayden Howard, Howard, like no, yeah, no like one merges, guys. though. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. Oh, this is one of my favorites. Mm. We got this going. Wow. That brings us to our sponsored segment, Captain Morgan's Make Believe Riverboat Casino. Each week, we set sail tackling make-believe gambling propositions related to sports and pop culture events. This week, as we head on to analyze the NFC West, good question. Jimmy Garoppolo. He has a girlfriend. He's so handsome. He's very handsome. Handsome guy. People question his choice and the, the, the women he was hanging out with this summer. Well, One woman may, in particular. She may have uh, performed in movies and scenes that didn't just have dialogue. Right. There you go. Uh, some people like that. Some don't. But this should what be. What is this? Go ahead, Bill. What is this? We need, Jim, we need Jimmy Garoppolo to be a famous celebrity quarterback. Uh-huh. Part of being a famous celebrity quarterback Mm-hmm. Is you need the celebrity girlfriend, right? You need the 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 lady who you're on Daily Mail. Juliet's reading about you on the Daily Mail site, right. Us Weekly, People Magazine. You're in Entertainment Tonight. You're at the Emmys. Mm-hmm. You're at the Oscars. She's on your arm. Gotcha. This is something Aaron Rodgers figured out with Olivia Munn way back when. You just you need you need the the partner in crime for the paparazzi. Okay. And he'll you need to be frolicking out. in St. Bart's, Bradley Cooper style, with some Victoria's Secret model you never heard with. Or you go bigger. You do what Brady did. Mm-hmm. Brady went for Bridget Boynihan, hot at the time. Mm-hmm. Trades are in for Giselle, yeah. who is one of the great catches of all time. Well, she made the mistake of getting pregnant. You can't do that. Giselle, they, they very happily have two kids, no, they Tom do and have. Giselle. Yeah. All right. Tom and Giselle. I don't, I don't know what else you're talking <laughs> I about. I don't know. Darn. Talking, I don't know either. I think Jimmy G needs the celebrity girlfriend. All right. So we ranked. Uh, well, actually, no. It's uh, the Make you're Believe Riverboat Casino. We're the Make Believe. Yeah, the Make Believe dealer gave yeah, us Yeah, I'm usually seasick, but I'm very focused right now. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence, plus 150. She's a Tate Frazier favorite, and she's the favorite uh, among celebrity hopefuls. Uh, so and, Jennifer Lawrence, interesting for her, hasn't really dipped into the athlete circles yet. Right. Could oh, be I'm, time for her. From Louisville, big football fan. Big you know? football fan. Good career move for her mm-hmm. in the in the luxury box. We've seen mm-hmm. how that's really helped some celebrities over the years. All right. Nice, handsome couple, blonde and brunette Jimmy. Just two I handsome people. That. Great personality. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was mistaken. The favorite is any Jenner or Kardashian minus 200. So we're doing minus 200. You get any of them. Any of them. Yeah. So I get, Ky, I get Kylie. Kylie? Kylie, yeah. <laughs> Kylie? Ky- Kyrie? Kylie Irving. <laughs> I get Kyrie. Yeah. I get yeah. Kawhi. Mm-hmm. I get Kylie. Uh, I get Kendall. Uh-huh. Do I get Chris? Yes. Do I get Caitlyn? You get Caitlyn Jenner, yes. I yeah. get all of them. I get yeah. any any every Jenner in the one. family. Male, female, doesn't matter. Uh, even get OJ Brody? Simpson. Do I, I, I get Brody Jenner? Yeah. yeah, you get everybody. I get all the Jenners. All of them. That's I, not bad. Mine is, it's like a, a horse, uh, a trainer. You get the stable. You get both. I yeah. don't want to accuse the Jenner slash Kardashian clan of specifically targeting athletes on the rise no. who have high social media slash Google search results mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Right. But I'm going to accuse them here. I think Garoppolo <laughs> fits in perfectly with the blueprint. Well, he's too pale and about a foot short, but I think uh, maybe, maybe there's maybe there's a chance. What do you mean too pale and a foot short? Well, he's uh, yeah. He's, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> You're saying, you know is I that mean. an NBA player? I okay. don't know. Gigi Hadid, <laughs> seven to one odds. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know who this was. I, I didn't, but uh, I, I quickly learned. Real Housewives <laughs> of Beverly Hills mm-hmm. daughter. We watched her come of age on the show and turn into a a um, a pretty a pretty hot career as a supermodel. 
And I, I like it. I like that mm-hmm. Gigi, Jimmy, Jimmy, Gigi. Yeah. Like they have a good celebrity acronym. I think this could work. All right. Olivia Munn, uh, eight to one. Proven veteran of, of quarterback relationships. Right. And this would really veteran, stick it ben, to, yeah. to Aaron Rodgers, especially if they played in the playoffs. So that'd be fun. Yeah. She's been in some big games before in some big paparazzi situations. Mm-hmm. Now, the long, long shot. And this would be, this is really what everyone's rooting for. Giselle yeah. Bunchen, thousand to one. Amazing. Thousand one, I would go hundred one. Oh, really? Yeah. Who All knows? Right. Who knows what happened well, with you, Tom and Jimmy? You just talked it up down. Uh, just just your endorsement now, maybe probably a hundred to one. Hundred to uh, one. The I field, just ruined the odds. The field is twelve to one. Who are you going with, Bill Simmons? I would also throw in. Can I throw in a, a random well, throwing candidate? It could be a field, but go ahead. Yeah. One more, like maybe five hundred one. Tiger Woods' ex-wife. Who is that? Elaine Nordegren, whatever her name is. Yeah, she'd be good. Yeah, that'd be a good one. She's due for a comeback. Yeah, she's for a comeback. She's been out of the limelight for a while. It's hard. It's hard to pass on the Jenner Kardashian. I think the Jenner Kardashian. By the time people hear this, that line moves to minus three hundred. Right. It's just safe. You're betting on the infrastructure. It's like Belichick winning the AFC East. Yeah. I like this. Is an on the rise star who's handsome and will be involved in that family. I'm going with Field uh, and specifically uh, Robin Leach's wife. <laughs> yeah. I think that's going to be the winner. Wow. She's right. Yeah. She's, rebound. Rebound relationship for Robin it's Leach's been, wife. Been four or five days. Okay. All right. That's another week of Captain Morgan's Make Believe Riverboat Casino. No matter how you live like a captain, Captain Morgan reminds you to please, please drink responsibly. Captain's orders. All right. Let's finish things up with the NFC West. Uh, it seems an open and shut case. Everybody likes the Rams. Their over-under is 10. The over is minus 135. They loaded up, boy, this year. Brandon Cooks, Dominican Sue, Marcus Peters, Aqib Tlaib. I mean, they got two all-pro quarterback, cornerbacks, basically. Um, and I think the rest of the division is regressing. Um, the first half of the season, Bill, what do you think of this? The furthest they have to travel is Denver. So schedule-wise, that that's pretty good. Um, that that was weird. I also noticed Jacksonville every single game is on a Sunday this year for them. Is that which right? I thought was strange. Yeah, and fourteen of them are in London. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I really like them. The Mexico City, they go to Kansas City and Mexico City. Uh, the first three are at Oakland, home for Arizona, home for San Diego. I feel bad taking them. It's too easy. Their top five targets, uh, Goff's top five targets are twenty six years or under. Um, Sean McVay, Wade Phillips has so much to work with. I, I, I can't even say enough. Their pass defense is third. Like I said, Tlaib and Peters are going to lock it up. Um, you know, Webster and Trumaine Johnson were cut. Well, then the, you, you still got Sam Shields. You got Mark Barron. That, yeah. that whole secondary is, is pretty right. insane. I think people have overthought this Rams thing. First of all, it's not like they won the Super Bowl last year. No, I know. They, the, last year was their kind of breakthrough feeling out year. I think some of their guys got really good reps in big spots. Mm-hmm. Like, I really like Cooper Cup. He was on my fantasy team last year. I rooted for him. I thought he developed as the year went along as a possession guy. Right. Gurley, obviously. Goff will be better. The big thing for me is McVay. Like, mm-hmm. if you're going to take a step back from having a successful year, it's because, you know, you're poorly coached, your chemistry's off. It's not going to be the coach. If, if they take a step back, it is going to be because of the chemistry, because they really tempted the chemistry gods. Mm-hmm. Sue, Akib Talib, yeah, Marcus Peters, right. These are like famous shaky chemistry guys. 
And did they add too many of them? Did they prioritize talent over chemistry would be my fear. It's funny. Maybe we should have a, a Heisenberg. We should call the shaky chemistry guys. Heisenberg. Yeah, the Heisenbergs? Yeah. <laughs> Heisenberg All-Stars? Well, they Whites. have three of them. Whatever, whatever the Heisenbergs. But if, if Wade Phillips wasn't running the squad there, I would say maybe that's a problem. But he seems to get the best out of all different kinds of players. Trouble or trouble-free. Yeah. I like them. And here, here's the Too thing. Too much talent. Well, here's the thing. They won 11 games last year. They go down to 10. It seems like every division winner went down a win for their – we saw this with the Eagles. Um, we saw this with the Steelers went down. All these division winners have gone down – like a game um, for some reason, the Vikings. But the Rams, if you like the Rams, if you don't like the Rams over, it's because you like the 49ers to, to strike gold. So and I, and this is something we're going to figure out once and for all next week before we do guest lines for week one. I'm still not settled on some of this stuff. Here's what worries me. So here are your eight division champions last year. Mm-hmm. New England, Pittsburgh, Jacksonville, Kansas City, Philly, Minnesota, New Orleans, and the Rams. Now, we are at the tail end of a two-part podcast. We think all of those teams are going to be good again. And they're not. Right. Every year in the NFL, three of those teams drop off. And the eight division champs never run it back. Right. Could you make the case this year that it's actually a rare NFL year where it's more, it's more we've moved into more of a haves versus have-nots situation? And there's really only 12 good teams, and we kind of know who the 12 teams are already. 12 to 13, but those eight division champs are all going to be good again. I think the teams that drop out, drop out because of injuries. Like, J.J. Watt's out. That's why Houston. It's not like it wasn't a misstep on our call. Like, Aaron Rodgers is out. Packers aren't going to. No, the the misstep is the the NFL never runs it back. Mm -hmm. So, like, you almost have to deconstruct it and go with the teams that you'd absolutely bet your life are going to win the division again. Mm-hmm. And then when you get to a team like, I don't know, Pittsburgh. Yeah. Like, all right, maybe that's where I'll play the Cincinnati card and Cincinnati steals that division. Yeah, you feel like you have to pick somebody just to Or Tennessee, different. like, oh, I, I can't pick Jacksonville again. So, you know what's worse than this? We did, the, we did the NCAA version of this, the conference champs, Tate, right, last mm-hmm. week? Yeah. And it's like, those teams always win. The same teams always win. Clemson wins yeah. the SEC. The uh, ACC. Alabama wins the SEC. Ohio State wins the Big Ten. Like it's always the same teams. But yeah, not the case for uh, NFL. So my four. If I had to bet on four locks that I want to run back to good. win the division, this is good. Again, I would do the Pats. I would do the Chiefs. I would do the Eagles. Right. And I would do the Rams. Because you could talk me into the Packers having a better record than the Vikings. NFC South, up for grabs. Um, Mm -hmm. AFC South, I could easily see Tennessee or maybe you like Houston. I I don't like them as much. Stealing that from Jacksonville. Right. And then uh, Pittsburgh, maybe they drop three wins and Cincinnati gains three wins. I don't know. We could even pin, pin this down even more by looking at the Super Bowl, every year's Super Bowl. And I'd be surprised if in the last five years both teams repeated as division champs. No, well, here's the thing. Here are the here are the Atlanta wild card. didn't, right? Obviously. No. Carolina didn't. Carolina didn't. No, they we never run back the Super Bowl. Not the suit not even the Super Bowl, but do those Super Bowl teams both win their divisions the next year? I don't right. think it's I don't, pretty I, rare. Oh, I don't think it's happened. I can't remember. We'll have to look that up. Well so the twelve playoff teams, usually six mm. five or six don't make it again the second year. So we don't think Buffalo's gonna make it. We think Tennessee has a chance. Mm-hmm. I'm just going wild cards right now. 
Carolina and Atlanta were the wild cards in the NFC. We got to figure out by next week, we have to figure out who are the five playoff teams from last year who are out this year. Well, do we have to figure it out or can't we just let them play and watch? Well, we can do that too. <laughs> okay. I'd right. like to at least try to figure it out for week one. Though. All right. Yeah, I know. Well, I mean, I think we, we like, who do we say? Like the Bengals, like it's tough to pick a. I think the, the, the possible swing teams, like you had Atlanta, I think the right. Bengals, yeah. uh, the Packers could mess things up. Mm-hmm. Maybe the Redskins. Right. Um, you just don't feel the, too uh, comfortable. The Titans. Well, the Titans were a playoff team. Like Charger. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. Chargers. Yeah. Who are now so hyped that I almost don't like them. Tate, who are we missing? I was just going to say, I think the NFC West, if they take the South spot, right? So this, the South has two wildcard teams. They don't get two wildcard teams this year. So therefore, you lose Atlanta, Carolina, or the Saints. One of those teams is out. And then the 49ers and the Seahawks take one of those wildcard spots. Then you're already losing one of those good teams, you know? Yeah, so it could be. That's right. Seattle could be in there, Well, too. the team you're not saying, well, let's review them right now. Let's say the F word, the 49ers. Yep. And everybody likes them. Everybody likes them. They're over unders eight and a half. The unders minus one seventy. Uh, six win team last year. There's a couple ways to look at this. Jimmy G lit it up uh, at the end of last year, but Tate, weren't all those games close? Yes, like that. They kind of yes. won like every game. Like and, and Jimmy very, very does. Th- Jimmy turns the ball over. Like yeah. he throws picks. I mean, I, you know, he we're takes still chances. and I talked about this on his pod. I think it's I've, I've heard this theory. Thing. Yeah, I watched all those games because I was betting on him. Sure, he loved them. And I thought he was awesome in those games, and his supporting cast was shit. Right. And they were dropping third third down passes, hitting the hands, and I actually thought he was unbelievable in those games. Okay, but you got made, that. That made me think that he's going to be really good this year. But they don't really help him out. It's still Garcon. It's That's still Goodwin, who he loves. I guess he loves Goodwin. Uh, George Kittle's the tight end. And the running back, I don't know, McKinnon all of a sudden is a lead People back. People are saying he's McKinnon injured. is, yeah, like he's he's like a major $30 fantasy running back sleeper. I don't. He's banged up. Uh, Breda, I don't know. Didn't they bring Alfred Morrison just now? Yep, Alfred Morris. Uh, I don't, I don't, I don't like, see it. I don't like his receivers at all. They're strong up the middle. You know, they. Kittle, uh, I think Kittle's going to be good. I thought he was good for them he down be the fine. stretch last year. I love watching Jimmy G. His mechanics are great. And oh, they signed Sherman too. That was a big shot. But does he have anything left? That one worried me. I think that's a two-year injury. They have an easy schedule towards the end if they could stick around. They have Denver, Seattle, Chicago before finishing at the Rams. Three of the first four on the road. They're at Minnesota, at KC, and at the Chargers. Five I don't like prime their first six. Th- five primetime games for this team. Yeah, they, people like Jimmy. Oh, my goodness. I don't like their first six. And I also, there's another team in the division I like a lot more. Oh, that we haven't gotten to? Yep. I'm gonna say I'm. Gonna, this is gonna surprise you. Six and ten last year. I say six and ten this year. Under eight and a half. I'm going over. I think they got. Too, I mean, I'm sorry. Under. I think they yeah. got too much hype. Right. And I and to me, this was like a three year plan. You get Jimmy. They traded a really good second round pick to to uh, even get him. Yeah. And it seems like next year is the year for them. He'll take his lumps. Uh, I also. I like Seattle. All right. Let's get to Seattle. Over so, unders eight, the under minus one eighty. Oh, you're gonna you're gonna make out big if you like the over here. I'm not locked in on this yet. I really want to. I think next week when we do guess the lines, I'm gonna have my final verdict. Okay. But if you're talking about like an actual sleeper, mm-hmm. I think Seattle fits the bill. People have written them off completely. They're done. The Legion of Boom is over. This is this is a terrible team. This is a rebuilding year. Oh, their run is over, all that stuff. Yeah. And then you actually look at it and you read the stories. 
Mm-hmm. Chris Carson has been like incredible. The whole preseason training. <laughs> listen, camp. listen to what you just said there. What? Chris well, I'm Carson. just telling you. I know. He's been like killing it. He has to. They're like, but by far, he is the best running back they have. They wanted to play that first rounder, and they can't. Rashad Penny, Rashad Penny Who Candy. Got Got hurt and gained 16 pounds, right, Tate? Yeah, he was yeah, overweight. Yeah, that, yeah, so that one mean. hurts my cause because that's a bad pick. But, right. Uh, everybody seems to think their offensive line's a lot better. Do they? It definitely needs to improve. They I bring, think it's better. They bring Sweezy back, who was a college teammate of Russell Wilson. They get along. So mm-hmm. he comes back from Tampa Bay, which is nice. They have the Pete Carroll infrastructure. Yeah. They have. They still have the incredible home field advantage. Mm-hmm. They still have Russell hustle and bustle. Right. They have the nobody believes in us factor now. They have everybody's just written them off. The Seahawks suck. It's over. Let's go to let's move the division over to the Rams and Niners. These guys are old news, which Pete Carroll will tap into. And everybody talks about all the guys they lost on defense. They kind of already lost those guys last year. Yeah. Like that secondary already fell apart. It's not like, oh, this is a new thing where their secondary sucks. The last piece for me, I don't know if you followed the punter. This punter there. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Tate, what's his name? Michael Dixon. Yeah. He had a game. He pinned two different 55-yard punts inside the five-yard line. Yeah. Everybody's saying this guy is like the next Ray guy. Mm-hmm. So I'm looking <laughs> at all this, and it's like, this is ridiculous. But the QB coach is still top five, top six, the combo of that. Right. Incredible home field advantage. Nobody believes in us. Mm-hmm. Uh, the punter, who is like who's a human sports movie. The Chris Carson, the running back, who actually might be really good. Oh man, that's a this and, is all such a stretch. and Janikowski, and and Seabass. <laughs> all right, I take issue only with everything you just said, but especially with the incredible home field advantage, which netted them four and four last year. Oh, well, I think they the didn't have a good team last went, year. Their well, team wasn't good last listen, year. Listen, I think the quarterbacks in the division are better this year. Like I, I think any way you look at it. You know, Jimmy G, they have to play Jimmy G twice. Goff had their number at least one game. He put up a million points, right? Uh, I don't know. Maybe the kid Rosen's better. Maybe, maybe I think Bradford. they have some shit teams on their schedule, too, which helps. Now, you Denver, we don't know, but let's say Denver is not good or Denver's not ready week one, whatever. Mm-hmm. They, they're at Chicago week two. That's a nice time to catch them. They have Dallas on their schedule. Neither of us like. They have Arizona twice. They're yeah. at Oakland. They're at Detroit. We don't think Detroit's going to be good. Um, They're Oakland's in London, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My bad. And then uh, Arizona twice. Yeah. Listen, I don't, I, I don't think they're going to be what terrible. What if San Francisco's I, not good? I have them 8-8. Eight and eight, and uh, that minus 180 scares me. I don't think they let you win money on the over on that. But I thought the over was plus 135. Yeah. The, the under is minus 180. That's what I'm saying. If you go over... I don't think they give away free money there with the O. I do not. I, I just like the nine and seven. Mm-hmm. All right. No, they but, were nine and seven last So time. I'm looking at them. I haven't decided. I'm going to announce my sleeper on the podcast next week, but Seattle is one of the candidates. And they are the team that stopped the Eagles last year. When the Eagles went out to Seattle, that was Veterans. the first team that really got them. Mm-hmm. And Bobby I, Wagner's still there. I, I, uh, I was on Slack. I was DMing with Danny Kelly about it. Danny Kelly lives in Seattle. We hired him because he ran this incredible Seahawks blog that was probably the best team-related football blog. Right. And he's very, very hyper-aware of the Seahawks. Like, he's a really good... And I was like, are you seeing what I'm saying? Like, this kind of feels sleeper. He's like, I'm seeing it. Mm -hmm. Now, whether it happens or not, I don't know. There's just some pieces. And the best thing about this is 
Nobody likes them. Not one person. Nobody's like, you know who I like? The Seahawks. Nobody's saying that. That's great for this. It's just that, and I think Ken Norton Jr. now is the defensive coordinator. Brian Schottenheimer is the offensive coordinator. So that worries me. <laughs> could Pete Carroll, could the game have passed him by? I feel like every year He's there's a very one young more, 69. There's, a very, there's one more thing that he does every year that's like, ah, what's going on? He definitely, know. last year, the wheels came off a couple of times. Sure. But I, I really don't feel like... I think that t- that nucleus was ready to go anyway. Danny Kelly says um, that if they get the run game back, they can grind people to dust, do that whole thing. He's a little more worried about the defense yeah, uh, and the pass rush. That's right. But he likes the offensive line? I right. think people seem to think they can block again. All right. I, I just, you know, we, we know how it is. Russell Wilson's running forever, and he either hits Baldwin or he gets sacked. So who's your, who's your how the fuck did that team win 10 games team this year? For uh, for the entire for league. 2018? Yeah. Who's how? your, I can't believe that team went 10 and 6 slash 11 and 5 team? For last year? For this year. Oh. Uh, all right, let me look through Bengals? Oh, yeah. Well, that's my surprise team. But I, I think like 9 and 7, and I think that's enough to but grab the Somebody pick. is going to go 10 and 6 that we don't see. Yeah. I don't know. So we, need, we have to figure that out by my podcast next week. I'm figuring out who my team is. We do is. have to figure that out. I nailed the Rams last year. Well, who went ten on... and six last year? That surprised us. The Rams in the, in the AFC, though. Like I don't know if it has. Well, to the happen. Bills going nine and seven, making the playoffs. Yeah, I but that's that's what I mean. Like nine, nine could be good enough, and then they're just an okay team. I like the angle of Pete Carroll being like, "People buried dirt on us." All right. They said we were done. Well, here's why it might happen because that last place team, mm. the Cardinals. Who this were eight is, and eight? They were eight and eight last year. Yeah, though. this this looks bad. And their over under is five and a half. Now the over is minus two hundred. I'm going under. Me I too. think the you know lots of injuries, and it's weird because David Johnson's coming back, but he's had everything: finger, knee, uh, hamstring. I new love co- Fitzgerald. New coach, by the way, yeah, new coach. It's Steve Wilkes, uh, Sam, Carolina defensive coordinator. Mike McCoy's the offensive coordinator. Sam Bradford. Sam Ready Bradford in there team. until Josh Rosen gets in there. They may have the toughest schedule. Three of the first it's four a, at home, awful. but it's Green Bay, Atlanta, Rams, and Seattle. It is bad. And one primetime game, which may be one too many against the Broncos week seven. I don't like it. I don't like it at and all. And then they end with the at Atlanta home for the Rams at Seattle. Yeah. After the bye gets bad for them. They also play at the, at the Chargers, at Green Bay, and at Kansas City. Mm-hmm. They somehow drew the worst two teams to play on the road in the AFC West. They play at Minnesota. I mean, fuck. Yeah, and God bless Larry Fitzgerald, but at some point he's got to slow down. And, like, you know, Christian Kirk, this rookie, is coming on, but he's their number two receiver. And then it's like Bryce Butler. I don't know. I don't like what I see at all here. I think Josh Rosen's going to – he's going to be – towards the bottom of the barrel with those new quarterbacks. I got to say, I was stupefied by the five and a half wins with the minus 200 for the over. Yeah, that's weird. They feel like three and 13, four and 12, five and 11. And the other thing is... I was more stupefied that they were eight and eight last year. How did that happen? Yeah, I don't remember that. Yeah. I I have them three and 13. I don't know if that was on my radar last year. Yeah. So who do you think is the worst team in the NFC? I would say Arizona is the leading candidate. Arizona or Tampa. I think it's going to be the same kind of season. Right. Except Tampa, I don't think, has a chance those first few games. And then, unfortunately, earmuffs, Sal. I, I yeah. think Dallas might be in the mix. Don't make me reach over For there worst, and shake, worst your, shake your hand. No, I know. It's, it's, it could go south pretty fast. 
Rams are minus 160 for the division. Seattle, uh, San Francisco, 3-1. to one. God, 3-1. to one. Seattle, plus 450. And Arizona, 16-1. to one. Uh, I'm going Rams win Seattle, place San Francisco show. You're doing You're going same. Seattle, place over San Francisco. Yeah. So you're kind of on my side a little yeah, bit. Yeah, well, I think San Francisco, it, it's more we have the, indictment we have the against San Fran. It's the same. We, did we do win, place show for the NFC South? I'm not sure if we did. Because I think our, that's going to be completely different. Let's go back. I say Atlanta win, New Orleans place, Carolina show. I have New Orleans, Carolina, Atlanta. But I might switch that to Carolina, New Orleans, Atlanta. You can't switch. You're locked in. Well, that's Locking in. Tate, who do you say? Actually, right. you know what? I'm going to say Carolina, New Orleans, Atlanta. Oh. I'm going to go Carolina, Atlanta, New Orleans. All right. See, that? that's the most fun division. Yeah, of course. That one is like giddy up. And and it's fun too because during this whole offseason they've been asking these guys and they're all saying, I want to win the division because they want to get home field because the Panthers went down to New Orleans. They had the same record, but they obviously had to play in the Dome, so it screwed them over. It's There's two divisions where the entire division still seems to matter from a bad blood slash legacy standpoint. NFC South. And for some reason, the NFC South has become one of them. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's a division that we never took seriously ever, but now I feel like... There's real rivalries in history with the games. I think the NFC East is fucked up as it is. I don't know what those games there. still matter. It still matters when Dallas plays the Giants and mm-hmm. Philly plays Washington, and there's just so much hatred all the way around. The Patriots have murdered the AFC East. Uh, the Bengals and Browns have murdered the AFC North, and you go on down the line. There's which division would you be most surprised got two by two? I mean, more than one playoff team. Most surprised AFC East or NFC East. NFCs. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's close. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. <laughs> I mean, do you like the Jets better than the I just Redskins? think it's easy. I think it's easier to get into the playoffs in the AFC than in the NFC. Yeah, that's true. Would be you know, that's you're true. not sneaking into Nine the Nine and NFC seven. Playoffs. You may have to be eleven and five to get a wild card in the NFC. I think I have like eight playoff teams I like in the NFC. I gotta figure this out. I can't wait to bet all this. I can't I want I wanna I really want to lose it all this year. I got a... My daughter's soccer schedule for the oh, let's Fall Coast League. Yeah. And there's some Sunday games. And now I have the added kind of monkey wrench slash wrinkle of, uh, you know, she's a 13-year-old girl. And mm-hmm. it's like if I blink at her the wrong way, I might get assaulted. Yeah. So, so well, if, if you I'm don't go actually to the game, skipping her soccer game, I might just like have a Molotov cocktail in my car. Well, although there's no chance of blinking at her the wrong way if you're not there watching, right? <laughs> I'm going to have to go to the game wearing like the Texas Chainsaw Massacre <laughs> thing over my head so she can't read my face in any way. Oh, man. At some point, she could drive, right? And you don't have to go to these games. I mean, she could drive now. She's like <laughs> five, seven and a half. Nobody, nobody's pulling her over. Sunday, do, is it, is, does she have a game the first Sunday? No, thank God. Okay, that's good. No. That's but good. there's, uh, yeah, first Sunday I have free. There's some, it, it worked out. It actually was pretty favorable this year. But mm-hmm. then I got my son doing travel baseball. Mm-hmm. So uh, I'm just going to be a bad dad. I, I'm fine with that. I've come to grips with that already. I'm or, like, or you just don't watch it all and you just just make up things that you thought that could have happened that week. You know? I tried that in 2016. <laughs> it didn't work as well. No. Uh, no. <laughs> now, the thing is, like, you have the, this yeah. is the thing. You have to watch the games. Of we course. can't do the podcast on Monday if I'm not watching them. No, I know. So even if I miss them, I'm still video. I'm. Uh, DVRing like the two games that I can actually sit through. The good thing is with football, there's so much dead time. Mm-hmm. You can really bang out like the Saints Falcons game on DVR in 35 yeah. minutes. Right. 
It's, it's just, just not as fun. Who, who do you want mad at you? Um, all your fans or uh, everyone that lives in your house? Like that, that's the difference, right? Like if you don't watch the games, like, oh, Simmons saying you didn't watch the game, went to see his girl play soccer, and then like, you know, no one talks to you at home. That's not good either. Well, the don't thing, go to the game. So the difference with me and you, Tell with me, our please. kid situation, mm. when I'm dying someday, my daughter will be there because the daughters look out for their, <laughs> for their dads. Oh, so I'm going to get a nursing home 40 years from now. My daughter will be visiting. Right. You have three sons. You'll mm-hmm. be just in a nursing home by yourself. Unless, unless. Well, one of them might be living yeah, with Harry and Yeah, I was going to say, two, two right now. One pending. So we know Kim, True, will, Kim will be two there. Two and a half kids. <laughs> if you listen to the other half. That's it. You're not going to have that daughter. You really blew it. Should oh, it maybe you need to can adopt a girl. You're uh, not going to have that. They're all going to sell you out. I have to start going to your daughter's soccer or you, Or like Archie or somebody has to marry a, like a daughter a who will woman? take care of you. Yeah, yeah, that ain't happening. Or Harry's girlfriend. <laughs> uh, you, you missed it at a. We went to Daniel's uh, son's birthday party, oh, right. and Archie and Zoe were there. My daughter and his son, who've known each other their whole lives, they're mm-hmm. so tall. And now they're kind of like cute together. Yeah. Archie's like six feet. Zoe's five seven and a half. They're really comfortable. Yeah. And there's like a history. It was kind of, all of us are kind of looking at it like, oh, it's kind of adorable. Yeah, it is. It's terrifying, too. Yeah, it's a little terrifying. terrifying. Did your uh, keep wife your, keep cry? Keep your son's hands off my daughter. <laughs> of course. Uh, did you? Did your wife cry dropping them off at school this year? We don't. We, it hasn't happened yet. Oh, really? We don't start till after uh, Labor Day. Oh, man. That's, yeah. that's the way to do it. That's yeah. East Coast. Yeah. yeah. Now, my, 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 my wife's reaction is more, I'm so glad they're back in school. Yeah. Like, she can't get them there fast enough. She oh, hates really? entertaining them during oh, mine, the Oh, mine's the other way, because I think she gets stuck doing all their homework, so. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because I'm not around. <laughs> but, yeah, listen, I try to lighten the load by uh, passing off the middle one to Harry and Ken for a year, but I don't know. What's yeah, you told that story in the BS. Yeah. yeah, listen to that. Go listen to the AFC, if you haven't, on uh, Bill Simmons' podcast. We just did the NFC. It's dark. It was very bright out when we started this. Yeah. And uh, that'll do it for another episode of Against and the Lock. when's your show launch? Yeah, that's uh, September 10th. Lock it in. September 10th. Sports. Yeah, the, the day after the The rarely the seen Sunday. starting after the season. <laughs> we, have to, we have to recap uh, what went on. So, yeah, please watch that. Who's home? I have to get your dad to watch because he's one of the few that I know is home. 430. He'll definitely 430 watch. Okay, good. He has, he'll look for any excuse to watch any television okay, show. Okay, that's good. I'm right Frazier right will watch. Right after Cops. Yeah, I'll watch it after Cops. <laughs> Fox Sports it's 1. 1.30 our time? Lock it in, 1.30 to 2.30 West Coast, 4.30, 5.30 East Coast. Jimmy Kimmel Live tonight and every weeknight, 11.35. Email, at us, email us at CousinSalAgainstTheLodds at gmail.com. And the, the, the Jen is coming back next week. The Jenner trifecta will be All kinds back. of stuff. Yeah, we're going to have... We're gonna we can't get one tennis thing from Harry before we go? Harry already lost like three tennis bets. I don't even want to... I don't know. I don't even want him to steer. I was thinking about him because I was watching the highlights of this Nadal match where he yeah. went against this guy who quit during the match. And I was like, Harry definitely bet on this guy. <laughs> <laughs> it just outright like his calf hurt. And yeah, he's just done. And, he and then he retired. Did. He retired from tennis. He retired like, from tennis? I was like, Harry definitely had this guy in a four-team I love foreign it. parlay. I'll check. I guarantee he had it. All right. For uh, Bill Simmons, Tate Frazier, I'm Sal saying so long and happy handicapping.
All right, football season is almost here, and to celebrate, DraftKings is hosting a free team pick'em promo for Week One. Get the app or go to DraftKings.com now and use code SAL S A L. Just pick at least half of the winning teams correctly to win a share of a million dollars. That's code SAL S A L at DraftKings. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/pick'em for details.